Happy Friday, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of She Does What Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, hello and welcome. Thanks for pressing play. My name's Brenna, and this is actually going to be our very first mini-sode. This is an introduction to a series of episodes you'll be hearing from me, just little snippets of things I want to share. I created this episode because I wanted to chat about my experience going on different trips where I knew next to no one and trips where I maybe knew one person. I never really thought about my experiences being anything other than the norm for someone who just wants to try something new. But I was asked by a coworker on the Friday afternoon as I was getting ready to leave for my most recent trip down to Cape Cod that I was asked if I ever get nervous going to spend the weekend with, quote, a bunch of strangers. It never occurred to me that the people I was going to meet were, I guess, strangers to me. I mean, yes, I never met most of them, but with a lot of these kinds of trips, there's usually a Facebook group or a group text message that goes around on what everyone's bringing, whether it be the kind of gear that we need, food, most importantly, the snacks for the weekend, arrival times, you name it. You sort of get acquainted with everyone this way, and right there, it really sets the tone and kicks off the weekend or week, whatever you have planned. So this particular weekend, I knew the host, Cynthia Harkness, who has been a guest on my podcast and whose photos I share often, but my coworker was right, I guess, by definition, the rest of the ladies were strangers. However, it never worried me or was brought into question because although we probably have different backgrounds, we're all different ages, have different professions. I knew that because we all booked this trip that we do have one thing in common, a love for the outdoors, and in this particular case, fishing. So knowing that going into the weekend and really any weekend that you book a trip on to learn a skill or a sport, whatever it is, you immediately have something to talk about. And truly right there, it breaks the ice for when you all meet for the first time in person. Now, that being said, I had a really great weekend two weeks ago with a group of a group of women who all came together to learn how to saltwater fly fish. Each of these women had really cool life experiences and backgrounds. One is a culinary educator at Boston Public Market who had said she only fly fished a couple times before, and she came down to the weekend with her wife who at the end of the weekend said, I feel like we've known each other for a year. And that really stuck with me. That just goes to show how impactful and amazing going on trips like this can be because you make new friends and become acquainted with people you may have never met otherwise, and you would have never known that you could really hit it off with that person and become friends. We probably would have never met if I didn't take a class at Boston Public Market. Another woman was in the Coast Guard for several years. Definitely, who knows how I would have met her. And she always loved being on the water and attached to the ocean in that way. She hadn't fly fished much in her past either, but was always fascinated by the sport and swears she's going to retire on a shack by the water with her fly rod. Sounds incredible. (laughs) Another woman that was on the trip actually hosted us on a cottage that she rents out on VRBO. And this cottage is the exact home that she grew up going to every summer since she was nine. She frequents trips to to a freshwater river in Massachusetts, but that was the extent of her fly experience. And I have to say, I'm so glad she was there because we were the only two in hunting waders and without a stripping basket. But, so there's proof. 
for you right then and there that you don't always need every little bit of gear when trying something for the first time. Though I have to say, (laughs) having a stripping basket would have been very helpful and wonderful considering the seaweed floating around. But we did make it without it. And of course, like I said, we all connected through Cynthia, our fearless leader, founder and owner of Fearless Fly Fishing. Now, if you want to learn more about Fearless Fly Fishing and how to get on a trip like this, go check out her website, fearlessflyfishing.com, or find her on Facebook and Instagram. Please do not hesitate to reach out to Cynthia. She is so kind and so honest and just loves sharing her passions with others. Just go ahead and check her out on episode three and hear for yourself. Now, the Brewster Flats is where we went out this particular weekend. We spent the entire Saturday gearing up or the entire morning gearing up and getting ready to go out on these flats. And they're quite amazing. I had heard so many stories about how dangerous these flats are. The tide comes rushing in and it gets really foggy out there. What's really cool is the Brewster Flats are the widest expanse of tidal flats in North America, only rivaled in the Western Hemisphere by a similar expanse in Brazil. Shout out Wikipedia for that comparison. Now, this fact I learned on that particular weekend, and it was essentially in my backyard my entire childhood being right in Cape Cod Bay. I've heard, like I said, so many stories about this place and how intense it is. And when we went out, the fog was super thick, but thankfully it had burned off. Now, we waded out just off the beach, practicing our cast as we waited for the low tide. As water levels dropped slowly, we kept inching out and began the mile and a half trek out to the edge of the sandbar. So, so cool. So that's about a two and a half mile round trip in our waders. My goodness, the things we do for striped bass. Now, only a few schoolies were caught, but I have to give a shout out to Seven Stripes Fishing, who assisted us ladies on this excursion, and who put one of these fish on the board themselves. Thanks, Bill and Sean, for teaming up with Cynthia and guiding us out there and sharing Sean's dad's incredible jerky. I definitely need to put in an order for another batch of that. The guys of Seven Stripes came over to the cottage we were staying at for oysters and pizza, the most perfect meal after a day on the water, and we chatted about our fishing experiences in the day overall. So it's trips like this that I encourage people to go on if if they aren't able to get outdoors as often as they'd like. I would have never met all these people if I didn't take the chance and just book it. Saving up for money for an experience is the only money-saving tip I have for anyone, but it's well worth it. Dedicating a weekend to trying something new or going on a hike, a hunt, fishing trip with new people in a new place is more eye-opening and rewarding than I sure ever thought it would be. If you've listened to other episodes, you've heard me talk about my trip to West Virginia. I knew nobody on this trip. I talked to exactly one person before going out there. Now, I have some of these ladies on my podcast as guests. We stay in touch now through social media seeing what everyone's up to all the time, and you leave a long weekend with lifelong memories and friends from around the country. How cool is that? Even from other countries. Shout out Laura, who's also a guest on my episode, or one of the episodes. She's from Canada. So you get to meet people from really anywhere. I encourage anyone and everyone, male and female, who is interested in taking a trip to explore their interests, 
even if they don't have a friend from home to go along with them. You're going to make a friend or five when you get there. It is so important, I feel, especially with everything going on in the world today, that taking the time for yourself and going into a weekend adventure with people you've never met before is so good for the soul. There's no judgment. Everyone wants to learn and make the most out of the weekend themselves. If you don't know where to start, just Google different outfitters. Do a little research. There's also group like the sister, groups like the Sisterhood of the Outdoors for my lady listeners who I've talked about before. And of course, Cynthia with Fearless Fly Fishing. She does all of these kinds of trips for women or co-ed weekends. Like I said, do a little Google search because there are plenty of opportunities out there for outdoor experiences that give you the opportunity you may not have otherwise. Well, thanks for joining me on this mini-sode. I hope you enjoyed it. Go give Fearless Fly Fishing and Seven Stripes Fishing both a follow on Facebook and Instagram. They are both great people and share authentic, wonderful content. Also, the guys at Seven Stripes have a podcast, so I definitely recommend checking them out. They're on iTunes. They know what they're doing. All right, everyone, get outside and have a great weekend.